Like I was just there were whole parts of it where I was just snoozing right there. I, I my I'm petitioning okay. for uh, Groot Vision. Which is like during all the boring parts where people are talking. Oh, you just have Groot just like dancing a little around. Just in the corner of just whatever Groot's doing at the time. Oh, I'm a prisoner. <laughs> oh, I'm having a nap. Oh, they're like, pouring beer on me. Oh, that yeah, was that was sad. I know. One of my friends legit cried at that the scene. The saddest part of all. Yeah, that's some serious child abuse. <laughs> yeah, you know, so whatever. It was fine. That's very colorful. It's very unicorn frappe, that movie. Indeed. Did you notice? Yeah. It's like, you guys like Snapchat filters? <laughs> it's like, wow. There's a bit of that. I will say this. This is important to me. And then I'm going to basically jump right off because my hour is literally up. Uh, two cameos, three cameos yeah. of importance. One, Kirk from the Gilmore Girls, who oh, I did he's not in the first realize. One. Yeah, I yeah. totally didn't. I missed that in the first one. And yeah. I didn't realize he's James Gunn's brother. Yes, Sean Gunn, yeah. Cameo number two, Jimmy Urin from Mind of the Self-Indulgence plays the like super creepy smiley henchman with the like taser face Hitlery haircut. No. Oh. Doesn't matter. He okay. dies. He dies. Fine. <laughs> okay. And then one of Sylvester Stallone's henchmen yeah. is none other than Ultra Bachelor producer Elon Gale. Oh, okay. Yes, who I'm obsessed with okay, because for reasons <laughs> related to entirely Bachelor I thought you were going to say like Michelle Yeoh. And no, like, no, you're skipping She's cool. This. I'm looking forward to Crazy Rich Asians. That's all I need to say about that. But yeah, so that's it. That's Sweet. all I have to contribute uh, uh, on that. So you know what? No outro this week again, but that's all right because we're going to jump right back into uh, the CJLO listings for this week. And then, you know, all this nerdy talk is just going to keep going. Right here on the airwaves, so don't go anywhere. Geektastic Cypher's up next. This has been BBST, your best, your worst, a rock and roll, country punk and metal. Right here on CJLO 1690 AM. Until next week, take care of each other. Party on, dudes. Good night. CJLO presents your weekly show picks for the week of May 8th. On Friday, May 12th, Barleritz is having a Planned Parenthood dance party as a fundraiser in support of U.S. Planned Parenthood facing federal funding cuts. Entry is by donation, and the event starts at 11 p.m. Also on Friday, May 12th, CJLO co-presents Perfume Genius and Serpent with Feet at Théâtre Fermont. Tickets are $20 in advance and $23 at the door. Doors at 8 p.m., all ages. On Sunday, May 14th, Isaac Valentine, Palace, and Special Solace will play at Le Kajibi. Admission is $7 and doors are at 9 p.m. Barleritz and Le Kajibi are wheelchair accessible and have gender-neutral washrooms. There you have it, your weekly show picks for the week of May 8th. What's up, everybody? Geektastic Cypher, CJLO 1690 AM. We are here with, on the line... Toby One Kenobi. And uh, our <laughs> our guest, Miss Khan MK, is uh, Snapchatting in the background over here. Yes, I am. There sorry, you go. Sorry, Can no. you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, you can't hear yourself. Grab those ones. Uh, so we are going to be starting off the show. We got an interesting one for you kids. This one is... Uh, dedicated to Just for Laughs. I, I mean, not the whole episode, but we we are um, pretty big fans of the festival. Uh, it, is, it is a Montreal staple, I would say. Um, Miriam, you as a comedian, what would you say are some of the things that make Just for Laughs so, so darn important? Well, where do I even begin? Um, actually, you know, Just for Laughs is super important because I believe uh, it was one of the first comedy festivals that brought all the most important comedians from LA and New York to Montreal, which it is really did pretty really- nuts if you think about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then not only that, it's just like a crazy conference, a crazy, crazy event just on comedians, and you're randomly bumping into them. And what makes it special being in Montreal is that half the city's French, so they don't they don't even know. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like <laughs> you'll see the most popular comedian just walking down St. Catherine and nobody yeah, even knows them. who they are, which is insane. So you get to meet them. Yeah. You get I to mean, randomly bump into them. When That's that, how we met. Yeah. You and I met because we went to what, what Dave was, Chappelle. Yeah. Chappelle show. Chappelle. We, no, not the Chappelle well, show. His he had a joint, after party. A joke joint part event. Sorry. That I snuck into. Uh, and well, like, you, that's it, what I love about Montreal. You're just like, yeah, I'm supposed to be here. They're like, really? I'm like, yep. So wait, were you not originally supposed to be there? No. Oh, when I met you, you said, oh yeah, I'm supposed to be here. And you were just oh, hanging. I was, oh yeah, that was my lie. That was my go-to. I was like, whoever <laughs> I meet, 
I'm just gonna be like that's smart. Legit. Believe the lie. Believe the lie. I was like, yeah, I'm. That so- is amazing. Yeah, because dude, honestly, when she walked in, she legit pitched it as like, I I'm didn't like know we you. met. <laughs> yeah, she didn't know me. We met, and she's just like, yeah, I'm supposed to be here, and she's like, oh, I got this. Like, um, what what kind of pass did you have? Okay, so I should not be telling this story, but like, <laughs> whatever. Basically, I got myself this industry pass, which that's allowed it, yeah. me to get into like anything, but it wasn't my pass. Oh, <laughs> I like, mean, you didn't have to say that part you could just said, yeah, I like, yeah my name pass. is caroline <laughs> <laughs> poor caroline's like i can't get into any parties <laughs> um, that's amazing but yeah so you had that pass and then you just told me you were that you're supposed to be there and i was like oh okay i cool. just heard there was gonna be a party there so i'm like let me check this out and then i i, I did actually end up getting kicked out because they found out and i was like did no. you really oh yeah. yes it's, okay because well it, it's more like it wasn't that they kicked you up but more like you told them oh i'm supposed oh, to be I on know. the list and a they're just like conscious oh. kicked in yeah and you're like oh i don't see you on the list you're like they're like oh well you know if you could go downstairs yeah and, just like and sign sh- back up and sign back and I, in and come and back I up i knew i was gonna get screwed i'm like i'm not coming back am i <laughs> yeah i didn't know and the that woman's part. like just go back down and you'll figure it out <laughs> but lo and behold dave Chappelle is so fucking awesome Ooh, sorry it's so Already. amazing that um like he and i ended up bumping into him and i was like hey can i come to your party <laughs> it was so sad <laughs> he's like yeah sure but i mean that's that's even more epic because if you'd just been upstairs you would have just been upstairs but instead you got brought into the party by the host dave Chappelle. yeah that's amazing yeah exactly so what was this this was like two years ago yeah that's when we met two years ago uh yeah so guys we are doing it big here on geektastic sci-fi the dtd this week drain team up defeat battle of the stand-up legends uh, it's going to be Eddie Murphy, Dave Chappelle, and Chris Rock. That's a pretty Ooh. heavy one. Uh, I mean, I've legit been sitting around thinking about this one because I, I've like the. So in this one, the way I figure we should probably do it, I, I did mention on the post earlier today that we are going to be doing them at their their prime. You know, like Eddie Murphy in the Raw era, like mm-hmm. Chappelle in his Chappelle Show days, and Chris Rock the bigger batter tour, mm. bigger blacker tour. Sorry because that's bigger blacker especially because why are you putting black men against each other like that (laughs) why are you pinning them against each other like that but the reason i picked bigger blacker is because uh out of all of chris's albums that's actually the one that charted the highest and that's what he was doing Uh, i know some people would say his cb4 era was one of his best yeah, that was funny. Yeah, uh, I would. Bigger think- Blacker is the one I hear people quoting the most. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I wanted to pick that one. But people don't really know CB4. Like, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. You have- like, uh, there's a certain generation past like 2004. They're like, who? Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, there's a certain generation that doesn't know any of the stuff that we know as kids. That's how old I, I feel sometimes. But anyways, we won't we won't go into that because it's a we got a tight show today. We have so much we want to discuss. So let's get into it. I don't know who wants to go first. Um, so, we, can, we can let our host go first. Yeah. Our, our, sorry, our, our guest. host, our guest. <laughs> so, Miriam, oh. you're going first. So, you know the concept of the game. You have to drain one. So, in this case, you have to drain the career of one. Wow. Okay. You're you're teaming up with the other one to go on tour. Oh, man. That's going to be easy. And then easy. the third one is you're just not – they don't get to go on the tour. That's the kid that gets picked last. Yeah. That's it. He doesn't get to go on a tour. Wow. He doesn't get to – And this is between Chappelle – Chris Rock and Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Are you out of your mind? I know. That's a hard one. It's a hard one. That's a real hard one. Okay, look. I'm going to go based on 2017 levels. Eddie's not going on you tour can't anymore. No. Prime. Oh, it's, Prime? It's, it's, it's Raw, Chappelle okay. Show, Eddie and Bigger Black. would Blackers. be like, look at me and be like, get the hell out of here. You're like, I'll see you at the after parties. And he'd wink at me and like, <laughs> go back on stage. Um, okay, this is this is really hard. Someone's feeling herself a little bit. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Just a wee bit. Okay, what fine. Else, okay. Hold on, Tobes. Um, okay, Oops. I don't know. I, I don't know. This is like really difficult. Okay, look, let me think about this. I would be like... Uh, <laughs> I love how difficult this is. This is like... Yeah, this really is one of the tricky. hardest ones because someone at the end of this isn't going to get picked. They don't go on the tour. They don't get the, the same career. Their career Okay, well, the- Dave Chappelle already experienced that. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Nice. This guy brushed you. Okay, he already knows what that feels like. <laughs> Yo, not, he, so I'm definitely taking him on tour because I'll be like, I'm not doing that to you again. I think Chris Rock, he could deserve a little, you know. So you're going to be, you're going to drain Chris Rock. You team up with Chappelle and go on tour with him. And you're goodbye Eddie Murphy after Raw. That's where he ends. He never does anything else again. 
I mean, that's kind of what happened, right? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Come on. Damn. Yeah, he did the movies. Come on. Then, that, I was going to say, then, he did a lot of movies. No, but yeah. it's amazing. I'll be like, Eddie, no more touring for you, but then he'll bring The Nutty Professor. Ugh, I don't know if I want I that. love The Nutty oh. Professor. Uh. What she's saying is she's the reason he made all of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pluto Nash is your fault. I yeah, blame exactly. you. And then Chris Rock, well, I mean, look, he has really famous friends. He's always... Yeah, sure, the SNL at, connection. He's got that SNL connect um and he was friends with like the best crew right with, like, yeah, they had one, Farley, yeah. yeah they had one yeah adam sandler crews. well it's not that they were the best but they were definitely the most financially successful i would think yeah i would yeah. say that so Kevin, he's yeah. got rich even, friends so even he'll the be smaller fine. guys went on to do like well okay rob schneider you know is killing it right? i know yeah yeah, 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 and, yeah. Like, he has he's had two shows the first show didn't do well but it was still doesn't matter his friends is He's yeah. friends with Adam Sandler. Adam's like, look, I have a movie next year. Yeah, yeah, here. Just here's a couple mil. Just be yourself yeah, for just five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> be in it, yeah. Okay. <laughs> or, uh, play, or play an Asian guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're half, exactly. so it's good enough. Uh okay, my turn. Eddie Murphy, Chappelle, Rock. I am <sighs> It's hard. I already know, but I'm really upset that I have to do it this way. Uh I'm draining Rock. Ooh, okay. Because yeah. um bigger blacker was my ish so i you just want people to say you bigger and black no no man i mean <laughs> listening to bigger blacker was one of the like first major like stand-up cds for me and like i actually listened to raw after bigger blacker because i hadn't heard raw before i was too young though because when when Bl- bigger blacker came out i listened <laughs> I to it stop you for a second yeah go ahead it, it's him. weird hearing bigger blacker so many coming times from him <laughs> sorry okay <laughs> anyways but chris rock's album the only the highest charting one he produced was amazing and it's one of the reasons that i want to drain him and i want to go on the road with murphy i do uh, just listening to the stories from Charlie back in the day, <laughs> it, it, you kind of just, I want to experience being on the road with, with Eddie and Charlie and going to really parties. Good point. Yeah. And going to parties with Rick James and, and, and Prince and having pancakes and playing basketball. Okay. And that's just, it seems amazingly silly, but fun. And then Wicked. the sad part is, uh, I defeat Chappelle. Chappelle's career ends after Chappelle's show, which, you know, I mean, Mary yeah. made the joke, but he, this whole second wave of his where he gets to do the Netflix stuff, none of that happens in my world. Mm. Darkness. Uh, mm. Okay. Man, but those are pretty good points with the whole Eddie Murphy thing, by the way. Thank I was you. not even thinking that. But Okay. Skinny hey, Tobes, who first? wants to go next? Uh, Tobes, you know, I'll let you go last because you dropped a project. So yeah, I'm going to let you have the honors with that. Skinny's turn. All right. So, uh, Brian, I, I'm not going to have like all the fancy points to make. You know, <laughs> I'm going right. to treat this like some comic book ish. That's, right, right. that's right. So, what I'm going with is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with. Sorry. That was really blank there. I can't, yeah, you know, my brain has to think. Shoot. So, we're going to go with me teaming up with Dave Chappelle. Okay. Right? Because Dave Chappelle had a hot run. He's come. He's here now. Yeah, you know he's doing his thing. I feel like he's very powerful, very rich, doing good. Yeah, that's your. Oh hold my god! On. <laughs> hold Let on. Let me finish. Let me finish. But then I'm gonna have to drain bigger blacker. Why? <laughs> Just because I have the same amount of anger, so I feel like I feel like I can channel that kind of power of comedic hilarity and wisdom very, very well. Okay. So I'm gonna go in a hell. You know, go ahead and Chris Rock myself. <laughs> and I mean, hey. to defeat. Them leather pants. <laughs> oh. And he made legit. Like, and really, really, why I'm saying this is because for today's standard of comedy and like how everyone's so super sensitive, you can't play Raw now. Oh, yeah, you can't. Like, yeah, no, Raw wouldn't. Forget it. Yeah, yeah, Raw yeah, wouldn't yeah. fly in so many different ways. Like, forget it. You know I mean? But I mean. You I, mean that ice cream joke? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, way no, more. I, I know. The Mr. T joke. The Mr. every joke uh, on the, that uh, list. Yeah, the um, Honeymooners joke. How come Richard Pryor's not on this list? Uh, I mean, because I, I picked more. You're like, like he's not even our generation. Yeah, I picked more our generation <laughs> of yeah. like. Uh, Richard doesn't really. Because if I was gonna do Richard, I would probably do Red Fox, Richard, oh, and, yeah. and Mooney. Yo, yeah, any but, of those guys, it's over. <laughs> and that's brutal because Richard and Mooney were partners, so that'd be a tough one. But then uh, you have to do a uh, shining time station guy, Carlin. Oh mm-hmm. yes, Carlin. Carlin yeah, too. yeah, true, true, true. So true, that true. would be like a whole. Do you think comedy was better with those guys or with? 
our generation. I think comedy was a mix of both. Oh, you think our gener? I think comedy was better then because it was more naughty. Yeah, you could you were you could be blue and you could just say what you wanted to say. And yes, some of it was offensive, but it was comedy, and that was a point. And it's not for everybody. The same way I think. Wait, wait a second. What do you count as our generation then? Because I'm I'm thinking Eddie Murphy. Okay, I'm thinking Eddie Murphy. Okay, Eddie Murphy and going forward is our generation. Yes, and like the Rick Fox, the Carlin, the the Richard Pryor. That's like yeah. the generation before us. Yeah. So yeah, I mean Eddie. Like you could see when, if you look at Eddie, you can see that Eddie's style of comedy died out slowly and slowly to the point where he just doesn't do stand up. Even some of the stuff that Chris Rock said back in the day, he probably wouldn't say now. Like yeah. so a lot of yeah. and our our generation, I feel. I feel like they they just started putting tighter muzzles on them. Just every oh my god, it's like, every couple of years you just got to make. You know, you like like I feel like everybody said. wants to get offended. Like yeah. everyone be like, I don't feel like I'm a minority unless I have something to be offended by. Like you got redheads like yeah. being yeah. like, I'm offended too. And yeah. I'm like, well, you yeah. get it. You're a minority, but calm down. And that's the thing. So that's why for me it would be I would say the past generation had it better and you had more creativity that came out of that because they were you, you were just trying to see how far you could go. Whereas now I find I, I, I personally find that comedy can be limiting at times. So. It's true. All these triggers nowadays, but I don't yeah. no guns. If I was yeah. coming yeah. up now as a comedian, I wouldn't even bother. Like, I it'd would, be tough. Only, it'd be tough, but I feel like I would try to take it back to like the '90s style and just not care. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, try yeah. desperately. I mean, I wouldn't be successful. I couldn't be on Ellen, but yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, but you also wanted to be with Chappelle for the money, so you, <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. You have it's that. Sitcom. It's sitcoms <laughs> coming. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, Tobes, your turn, man. Toby, your turn. Uh, I was going to say, we got shades of those guys in the Bill Burrs. And, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. yeah, true. But that's it. Bill Burr's one of those guys that An I angry think, redhead. Yeah, he'll he'll do well, but I don't, I, I don't think he'll ever be top of the pile. I mean, his his yeah. Netflix series, the the animation, F is for Family, I think, yep. is great. Oh, he has a Netflix series? Yeah, he has a mm-hmm. Netflix animated series. Yeah, that's something to watch tonight. But, uh, but I mean... Season 2 is coming out soon. Yeah. Ooh. And it's a good series. And it was great jokes. So it's been there. Yeah. it's yeah. Season 1 came out a while ago. But I'm I think late. that his type of comedy, it makes it a little tough. Because one of the things that one of the things that his show gets away with is being the way it is, is because of the fact that it's set in the 70s. Mm. Like one of the, and he can swear as much as he wants. And, yeah. But also, I think cartoon is what stand-up comedy was like back in the day because yeah. cartoon can get away with a lot more. True, true, true. Maybe mm. in twenty years, cartoon's going to be really lame too. But yeah. for now, at least we you, cartoon you can still get away with a lot. Yeah, Tobes. Okay, hit us with your list because we got to go to a commercial break after that. Hit him with the All right, so I'll be quick anyway. I didn't hit the comedic like bone, like the funny bone, for a while. I was into scary movies, oh. but uh, one of those. Say, Eddie Murphy was the first one I saw that I liked. Yeah, okay. So yeah. I'm I'm actually gonna team up with him. Okay. My favorite out of the three is Chappelle. Oh, okay. Yeah. My man. Hands down, man. For what it's worth, uh, killing him softly. Get him. Amazing stand-ups, man. Chris Rock to me always came across as fake. He wasn't authentic. It's weird. As, oh, interesting. I think that comes up weird to me, but I just didn't feel his i felt he was too animated for what he was saying it was weird it just never he never connected with me okay okay um on that level like everyone else so i wouldn't pretend that i'm like a huge chris rock fan i never did well chris rock (laughs) comes across to me as like a loner like he doesn't like pete like he just wants to do his own thing like Chappelle, you could tell he has his crew. Eddie, you know, he like yeah. the party all the time. You know, like yeah and like chris rock he just looks like I want to do my stand-up. I take it. Like, he reminds me of a Seinfeld. Like, very good, super funny. But then at the end, he's like, I'm going to go home now. Yeah. Like, yeah. I want to go home funny, and sleep. Now so he, maybe you can't. It's harder to connect with someone like that. Because now he's actually hanging out with Chappelle. Him, Eric yeah, he Andre, wants to be cool. Jeff Ross, the whole lot of them just did a... <laughs> yeah, but is, Chris Rock just wants to be cool. Yeah. I mean, he is cool. Yeah. <laughs> I don't so, know. What were you no, saying? I, I feel like he's that awkward kid, but then when, like, the pressure's on, he overdoes it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're going to get to the, the break real quick. We'll come back when we're talking to you guys about shows. It's going to be our View the Right Thing segment. We're going to be talking about stuff you should check out just for laughs. Don't go anywhere. CJLO 1690 AM. Indie Montreal and CJLO present the Canada Land Guide to Canada Tour, live in Montreal on May 20th at the Rialto Hall. Over the years, CanadaLand host Jesse Brown has changed the way we look at media in Canada, all while uncovering scandals at the CBC, the Globe and Mail, and in government. 
With the help of local historians and comics, the award-winning journalist will take a satirical dive into the dark side of Canadian history through a series of stories accompanied by slides, short films, and highlights from Canadian film and television. Don't miss the Canada Land Guide to Canada Tour with Jesse Brown, live in Montreal on May 20th at Rialto Hall. For information and to purchase tickets, head to IndieMontreal.ca. Feeling burnt out from a scandalous weekend or simply dreading Monday morning? CJ Lowe's got a cure for both. Make sure to take your weekly dose of the mellowest of mellow electronic and hip-hop music on Waves of Honey every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Hello. We're back. Geektastic Sci-Fi. CJLO 1690 AM. And we're going to be talking about a few awesome shows that people should be checking out. This is View the Right Thing, JFL. View the Right Thing. Uh, so, Miriam, you got three. I got three. You want me to go first? Do it. Uh, so, I'm telling you guys uh, a few shows that I think are worth checking out. Uh, Ron F- Funches, I think. Yeah, he's, I don't he's know funny. He's hilarious. Um, great stand-up. Uh, great as an actor. Um, unfortunately... Uh, he it, also looks like you. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this guy. Now that he's lost the weight, thank you. He lost the weight? Yo, have you seen how much weight he's lost? No. So if you watch him first season of... What's that show, that the show he had on NBC that got... The first one got canceled. Oh. Uh, the one with Chris Dillia. Well, Dillia. Date... No. Uh, day, I don't remember. Date night. I don't we'll know. look it up. But anyways, on that show, he at the beginning of the show had was like pretty heavy set, and then lost the weight. Maybe by the last season, by the third season, when they started doing the show live every week. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was the other yeah, thing that was make crazy. You lose weight. I was like, why are you guys doing a, the show live? This is not SNL. But anyways, they did it live, and um, he's a great comedian, great energy, um, and he's coming to Montreal. So you guys should definitely check him out. He's going to be July 26th to the 29th at Monument National, uh, and if I'm not mistaken the theme is a little bit uh wrestling related because he is a wrestling geek yes. um he calls his show funch funchamania funchamania and, and he looks like <laughs> uh, randy like savage Ooh, with a belt yes yeah the way he draws I, like I did see his five minute set like on jimmy fallon one of those like yeah. shows late nights yeah late nights like a couple years ago and that's when i became a real fan because he was so adorable about he is, it he really is and I he's like he's hilarious he's also the guy that did the um black uh nerd cosplay video that we've mentioned on the show before so if you guys are looking for that stuff uh check him out he's from portland oregon if i'm not mistaken so he has that kind of portland um kind of comedy style oh and he's one of the highest winners on at midnight if you guys watch that show so Mm. that's one uh sashir zameta Mm. the uh the nubian queen who was brought in to snl and then wasted. Oh. Uh, I think she's wasted on the weekly on SNL. Mm. She's re- actually is she re- still on the show. She is. Thank you. That's my point. You <laughs> like, just made the point. I don't even see her anymore. She's in like one sketch per episode these days, and it's really sad. Uh, I'm happy that Leslie got a lot of shine. Leslie was her a writer. Too, this season, she's like not as much. Yeah, but she was a writer and then got brought in at, as cast, which is great, and I'm really happy for her. Uh, Sashir got hired on because she they wanted more diversity in the cast and mm. then unfortunately they just didn't have anything for her which really sucks you guys they have just ho- a face for the headlines man. yeah you guys had a whole season when you were just like oh we need a black woman and let's get keenan to play a black woman <laughs> and you know pharaoh wouldn't do it i've, yeah. I've heard Far- i don't know if you saw pharaoh's interview yeah. but jay pharaoh's like you know david banner told me don't make them put you in a dress and uh, i wasn't gonna be in a dress every time they try ask i'd say no mm. and i was just like you know that's his prerogative he doesn't feel comfortable he doesn't feel comfortable you can't tell him you have to do this. I mean, you're a young kid on SNL. Usually you say, yes, sir. Yeah. How high do you want me to jump? But I mean, <laughs> Pharaoh, if you listen to that interview he did with um, Emo, um, what's his name on Hot 97? Ebro. Uh, Ebro, thank you. Yeah. Uh, he, the, Ebro, the, he just said, he's just like, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. So, and he left and uh, well, left, got fired. I don't know, but whatever. Um, so Sashir, and one of the reasons I'm saying she's worth checking out is because you will finally get to see Shashir Zameda as a comedian. Mm. I've seen her stuff. She's from July 24th to the 27th at Catacombs. I think she's worth checking out. And last... I have um, a funny Shashir Zameda story that I met her. Oh, really? <laughs> I met her in South by Southwest in Austin like two years ago. Nice. And she's doing comedy with Bill Burr mm. like and a bunch of other comedians. 
And then I was like really drunk at the end of the night. And I just like went backstage when all the other like people left and I saw her. And I was like, listen, you're fabulous. <laughs> I was like, don't let these mother bleepers tell you otherwise. And then there was like some German guy who worked in media. I'm like, you need to give him your business card because this guy's going to take you to Germany and he's going to make you into a star. Oh, that sounds and then I, and she was like, what? And then she was actually starting to give the card. And I was like, I make connections all the time. Oh, and I gosh. left. Yep, the comedians all think I'm a crazy person. <laughs> My last one is the Lucas Brothers. This is a two-for-one situation. Uh, these two brothers are hilarious together. Their whole premise as comedians is amazing. And I actually just listened to a podcast with uh, You Made It Weird with... Um, Pete Holmes. Uh, Pete Holmes, thank you. Pete Holmes with the Lucas Brothers. And listening to that podcast and then re-watching their comedy makes it even better. Mm. They were studying law and philosophy. Wow. And they explain... And dude, I've studied philosophy and it's I hard. did ancient philosophy. Mm. Um, Plato, Socrates, Aristotle. Those are the guys that they like really liked. And they explain how their comedy is influenced by those types of arguments and conversation. Yeesh. And it's so interesting. And then they were talking about how Socrates was the original comedian because they read they read Socrates' apology for when he was on trial for you know um, essentially being an atheist. And his apology is essentially just him burning the jury, like it's just a stand-up bit. They're it's just like, like a roast. Yeah, they're, they're just like he they he he. he <laughs> They said, yo, he's the original N-word. Like, they're like, you need to understand this dude. And it was hilarious listening to them talk about it. So those guys are coming July 24th to the 29th. They're going to be at Cafe Cleopatra. It's it's going to be really interesting. So those are my three. Ron Funches, 26th to the 29th in July at Monument. Shashir Zameda, July 24th to the 27th at Catacombs. And the Lucas Brothers, the 24th to the 29th at Cafe Cleopatra. Over to Miss Khan. Connie Khan. She's okay. got fi- Seinfeld. Yeah, okay, so this is the thing with JFL is that they put up their scheduling super last minute. Yeah. So this is what happens. There's like three different shows. You got Kevin Hart presents LOL. Then you have All Access. uh, And basically for these shows, you'll have a host and then there'll be like many different comedians that get on these shows. And they run five nights during um, JFL and there's like two shows a night. And those are the ones that I generally get excited to see because you see different styles of comedy, but like the lineup's not up. And even the like the lineup of the comedians you see right now, those are just the main names and the main attractions to get like people to come into the show. I actually called their ticket the 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 Beatrice the Ticketmaster. Thank you, Ticketmaster. Can't even remember that word in English. That's how bad it is living in Quebec sometimes, folks. Uh, and when I called, I, when I called them, the girl said, "Yeah, so we posted those up today. The infrastructure for the site isn't ready. <laughs> so over the next two days, yeah, you'll see things updated. Exactly. Because I want to buy one of the passes, the five show pass for two fifteen. I think that's an amazing deal. You get to go to five shows. You just drop two. Two hundred fifteen dollars, and you get free tickets for every other show, like every random show that they have extra seats for. Oh, that's awesome! But the, they didn't have it listed for what shows you can use yeah, the pass for, and she explained it. it's because oh, the site's not up. <laughs> I was like, what? Why did you guys post the names? Uh, no, like money yeah. grab. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Um, no, but uh, whatever. Like, fine, because you they have to like coordinate with the schedule of the comedians. But like when I go every day at GFL, like they have like a really thick booklet with like all the schedules of the shows that night. And it's a lot. It's a lot. So, so far what you got, like you got the popular hits, you got like, you know what's actually going to be exciting? I don't know if I'm going to go check it out, but Jerry Seinfeld and Gad Elmaleh. Yeah, that guy's funny. That guy's hilarious. And he looks like Jerry too. That's what I, yeah, I noticed that. Like it's one of those meant to be situations. So I think that's going to be interesting. I mean, it's going to be nice, clean comedy fun, but it's good. Judd Apatow's coming. He came to JFL last year, and I saw him at the Midnight Shows, which he did like a 10-minute or 8-minute bit, Mm -hmm. and very funny. Guy's really, uh, I mean, like, his brain's hilarious. Obviously, I don't need to explain more. Freaks and Geeks, 40-Year-Old Virgin. Like, the list is crazy. Oh, yeah. Like, every comedian wants to work with him because you're guaranteed to be turn into gold you know like this is he is basically the snl version of the 90s you know any snl character Mm. that would come up with a movie back in the 90s was like guaranteed gold that's what judd apatow now is Is, right yeah yeah Yeah. but he's i don't know girls watchable he made girls but you know 
I don't know. I, I still didn't watch it. But I, I'm watching through it right now with someone, and it's like, it's You hard. know what it is about? Gr- yeah, it's like, it's so gross, yet I can't turn away. But, <laughs> exactly. like, right. it's one of those. <laughs> but the thing with Joe Apatow, I don't know. Do you think he's, like, dwindling? Like, I mean, with Seth Rogen and... Uh, I think, if anything, he's just phasing but, himself into retirement. Yeah, I've, like, yeah, he doesn't care I've anymore. I've done enough right? that I don't need to do well, more. I, th- I think he's actually waiting for his daughters to grow. Then he's going to let yeah, one of them sure. start. Like, the, the mm. oldest one that's on yeah. love. He's gonna oh, have she's her. in love. Yeah, I haven't she's seen. In love. So oh. How old are they now? She's at least. 16 she came to. Now. I saw her at the roast last year. Like Judd Apatow came. He was like oh, sitting really? in the audience, and then his daughter was with her. With, with him. With her. With him. Uh, That's yeah. hilarious. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, but I mean, like, obviously, uh, I'm never gonna be like, yeah, you suck. Like he does. Like his worst is like still super genius. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On his worst day, he still beats out everybody. Well, yeah. His exactly. Worst movie. Speaking of which, the big sick that's coming out looks pretty good. Yeah. Yes. 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 Uh, I think but his that. worst movie was the one with Sandler, and uh, yeah, and uh, what's his name, Seth. Yeah, the one where it was like he was funny all people. Sad. Funny people. Yeah, I don't. I did. I, I think that that the because they that, took a serious tone. I'll that give movie it a is. But yeah, that movie is two bad. movies in one. Mm. Like really? they've said, like the first. I didn't see it. The first, first part, part of the movie where um, he's a writer and all that stuff, up until the part where. Uh, Sandler's character is at the party with like Ray Romano and Eminem shows up. Mm. That's actually like the f- what what could have been the first movie, <laughs> and then the second movie starts there with the whole going back to the girl that you love, watching the kids, and the the like cheating relationship, all that weirdness with the husband being away. Well, thanks for ruining the sh- movie. But that's literally the movie literally divides in two. It's about yeah, yeah. A, it's about his uh, his life as a comedian and, and then how his it's falling life. apart, and then his love life with this girl and like this whole crazy thing. And it's just that middle part with the the scene with Romano at the bar with Eminem and thing is literally the middle, and it's actually where the first part could have ended because you know i'm actually you know i would be curious to see ray romano stand up me too yeah i i mean i heard he went back to the comedy cellar but like oh i don't i mean i could be making that up (laughs) like my dreams are very vivid (laughs) i mean vinyl did get canceled i have very i have very vivid dreams that sometimes (laughs) (laughs) i don't know stand up comedian (laughs) in my dreams and i thought it was real (laughs) do you think did he do a comedy i don't don't know know. (laughs) okay anyways if he were to come i would go check him out yeah just but he's because, not one of the ones coming. Let's okay, just make I know, that okay, clear to the fans. Okay, so there's there's him. There's there's the Jerry, Judd Apatow. Um, and then who else did I have on my list? Kevin Hart and Deborah. Oh, you, okay, no, okay. Kevin Hart, he's not going to come. I just put the LOL just to say like that all access and the presents and all that. Well, but, I think that's going to be the same thing as last year. Because didn't he like come Nata- for like a day just yeah, to... Yeah. I know for... Okay, so Natasha Leggero, she's oh. hosting Ooh. one of the all access. But my prediction is she's obviously going to do a show. She's awesome. Yeah. She is so funny. Yeah. So I sexy. think she's so hilarious. Unfunny. Um, Who's she dating? You find her unfunny? No, I find her sexy and funny. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. She's a double whammy she boot crazy duo. Mouth. She dated uh, Ari Shafir. No, she's dating... Um, no, no, but dated. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Really? There's a whole story. If you listen to the podcast, <laughs> Bobby Lee's podcast, uh, Ari Shafir's podcast, they have a whole story about how Shafir beat awkward? up Bobby... Yeah. Shafir beat up Bobby Lee once because he's... He was the, like hitting on her? No, he's the one that introduced the guy that okay. that she left That's Shafir for. Oh! But yeah, you know who she, it is. But Bobby Lee didn't like introduce them like, to hey, do it you like should, that. You're yeah, just like, just this said, is another comedian. Yeah, this is just some she dude. Gets, yeah, Moshi Kasher. Yes, that's it. Yes, and yes. he's also hosting an all-access. Oh. Look at Hubby this. and wifey. Yeah, they are married, I think. Uh, possibly, I don't know. I just know that, you know, I'm just saying Oh that. my God. Do you think Ari Shafir is like super bitter? No, no, no. They did. A, they had, they already did a whole thing about how he's okay. How it's squashed. Oh, yeah. They, I have it, to look these guys up. Yeah, yeah. Look Ari at, and Ari like disappears on crazy trips now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Ari, yeah, and Ari's like best friends with Rogan, so he's fine. Yeah. They, like he's he doesn't need that. It like, ain't that Adam Sandler money. True, but Rogan's doing well for himself. He's like got yeah. his finger in a whole bunch of pots. Well, yeah, Rogan just like made his own thing. Yeah, he really did. He he, he like found a niche market for his comedy mm-hmm. and then developed a fan base and people he could speak to directly through yeah, his podcast. exactly. And like his psychedelic adventures. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Who's the guy that she left him for? Moshi Cash. Casher. Moshi He's Casher. really funny too. I find him Yeah, hilarious. he had a podcast with... Uh, but sometimes his brain works so fast. You're skinny. like, oh, He had what? a podcast with Neil 
from uh, that co-wrote with Chappelle. Oh, and that's the one that Jaws Diesel was telling. Oh us yeah, 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 yeah. The Champs or something. Yeah, yes, they t- they stopped doing it, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Where they a- only interview black people. Yeah, it was an awkward podcast sometimes because as a black yeah. guy listening to it, I'd be like, "You guys really just want to say they're the just word. fans of black guys." Yeah, like they like you would listen and they're like, "Wow, you're." And they would justify it by being like, "But my friends are all black." Yeah, yeah, I and know. you're like, "Yeah, okay." Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was awkward sometimes listening to it. Sometimes it was cool. Sometimes it's just like you guys just want to drop n bombs. That's you're just trying to figure out how to drop n bombs. Kill his. He's got his hands in a fist as he's looking at images of <laughs> Moshi Kasher. <laughs> he doesn't get it. No. He's just the type of guy that you kind of want to. No. Yeah. Oh, he's like this one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, look up Ari Shafir and you'll I see did. why. Um, <laughs> I guess it's an upgrade, but at the same time, it's like, no. Uh, and Deborah, like, Canadian. Uh, Deborah DiGiovanni, I find her. She's awesome. So yeah. funny. And Video I, on trial day. She's yeah. been doing oh, it. Yeah, she's been doing it. And she's Canadian. And like, I saw her. She's on Last Comic Stand. In she was NBC. on Last she Comic Stand. She got pretty Stand. far, didn't she? Or yeah. one? Yeah, but she I mean, win, like, she's not, far, yeah. she's not huge. She's not famous, famous. You know no. what I mean? Like, But she's but, talented. She's insanely talented. Yeah. And that's another thing. Like, there's a lot of comedians. It's so subjective. Like, I find her, honestly, I, I went to her a couple of her shows last year, too. And, like, uh, there's never, you're dying of laughter. Yeah. You know, there's, like, those comedians that you're, they're not famous. You don't understand why. But, yeah, you're like, why and, are you on this? You know, like, okay. like, Godfrey's hilarious. Oh, I've heard. Okay, oh, I've heard. my God. I find him one of the funniest guys out there. Like, I went to a gala last year. He got a standing ovation for, like, wow. an eight-minute bit. And he was, like, third up. And it was just oh, like that. Damn. He was so funny. And, like, um, yeah, he hasn't gotten his paid dues. But, you know, I don't know. Well, what's his name? Mike Bruglia. Bruglia? Yeah, Mike Bruglia. Exactly. Yeah, that well, one. He does that. He did that film recently that stars Keenan uh, Ivory Waynes. No, Keenan Tom's. Uh, <laughs> not Keenan. Keegan from Keegan and Peele. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and stars uh, the girl from Love. What's her name? Uh, the lead from Love, female lead from Love. Oh. Judd Apatow's daughter? No. no. Oh, let's just call her Britta for now. Britta. Yeah, Britta. There we Annoying go. Annoying Britta. She's terrible <laughs> in that show. Uh, but. It's, um, Gillian Anderson or something. <laughs> That's not Gillian, Gillian Jacobs. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but that, he did this whole movie about like stand-up comedy and like what it's like to be in a troupe. And the movie is like a lot of comedians have gone on to say that like this is exactly what being in a troupe, being in a comedy team is it, exactly what it is. Okay. He had Apatow read it. He had a whole bunch of people come over and read it while he was writing it. They filmed it. All of them have said it's one of the best examples about what it's been and what the experience is. And it's just, I feel like Deborah is one of those characters when I look at her. A lot of the characters are such good writers and stuff. And some of them don't even want to be famous. Like in the movie, one of the characters, two of the characters get a chance to audition for the SNL-esque show in it. And only one of them goes. The other one's just like, I'm just happy doing this. I don't want to be on I'm telling you, like, I've been to Comedy Cellar. I'll look it up right now. No, you go to Comedy Cellar and, like, I'm even following them on Instagram and they're always, like, you know, pimping out, like, the more famous people that come in. But I'm telling you, Godfrey, pound for pound, I've seen this guy for, like, years now. Every time I go, I am literally dying of laughter. He's so funny. Hmm. So funny. And, like, he doesn't do, like, the black thing. Like, he doesn't do the ethnic. Like, obviously, yeah. he references it. But, like, he'll just talk about, like, a wooden chair and you'll be dying of laughter, you know? <laughs> so, it's... it's um. That's interesting. How do you spell his name? The movie uh, The movie's called Don't Think Twice. Thank you. Don't Think Twice. Yes. G-O-D-F-R-E-Y. Thank you. Yeah, so Don't Think Twice. Uh, amazing cast, if you guys are... Li- Jillian Jacobs, Mike Babriglia, Kate McCucci. M- 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 uh, she uh, would punch you in the face right now. M- Kate? No, Gillian. You said Gillian. Oh, Gillian. <laughs> oh, whatever. She's famous enough. She can just toss money at the problem whenever people misspell her name. Keegan Michael Key plays Jack, and uh, yeah, it's it's a seriously really really strong cast. If you guys are into those types of movies, and if you're into stand up, it's one of those things that I recommend you see. Uh, maybe just watch it one night before you go see a comedy show, because you'll just kind of get the idea of what these comedians that we see are going through. Because it, if I listen to multiple podcasts about this particular movie, about the making of it and the process, and they every single comedian that interviewed Mike said the same thing: "How did you get my life so right? How did you get it? How did you get it down so perfectly?" So yeah, I mean, so those are the shows we're checking out. Uh, that's uh, Miriam. Miriam's list and my list. So you guys, I mean, I'm probably not going to check any of those. <laughs> <laughs> View the right thing, Jeff, JFL. 
Uh, you guys should definitely check out some of those shows. Um, wh- one last thing I wanted to talk about super quick. Flash, if you guys have been watching some of the geek stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, skinny, I want... Uh, um, th- for me, the one thing that bugged me about the last episode was the whole thing at the end. Iris's statement of, I fell in love with you the day... I saw you crying on the couch after your mom died. Yeah, it's like, so why'd you end Yo. up with Eddie? And why'd you do all this other stuff? And wh- like, yeah. Wait, yeah. Also, you, you guys were raised like brother and sister. <laughs> well, yeah, Yo, yeah. man. Adopted. Say, why does it bother you? Like, it, yeah. like it bothers the both of you differently. differently. It, bo- it bothers yeah. me because the fact that she said she fell in love with someone at, at the moment where he was at his weakest and he had just lost right. and he's grieving. And you're telling me that as a, like, what, nine-year-old, you realize that's the day I loved you Clearly when your mother lying. died and your life was falling apart. I realized I needed to be there for you for the rest of your life. And it was weird because they're kids and they're adopt and, like, he becomes the adopted son and they grew up together. And that's some Woody Allen-ish right there for me. Uh-huh. Uh, where it's like you're like the stepfather that raised Suki, whatever her name is, Suki. and then you're gonna put this girl as on wifey like oh. that after you you fed her cereal at, when she was twelve in her uniform and took pictures because you a creep. That's some oh, Woody ish wow. right there. I mean, there. I want to go that far. No, I'm not <laughs> saying they went that far, but I'm just saying like if you're, this is some family familiar ish right there. Like, yeah. let's not pretend. So when she's like out there saying, "I love you," you know, I grew up with you every day, and now we're together that is weird to me it's weird but it, it's normal yep <laughs> what go toby it is, it is. where is that a go normal t- situation that you're raised with someone like a sibling and then you start having romantic feelings because they clearly knew each other prior to when being you're sibling, an inbred like, <laughs> you're, not, you're not inbred though that's the thing <laughs> you know tell him toby tell him you're not inbred you're two completely separate families different race and they this each other totally yep. supports woody allen <laughs> He's like, but they're not father and daughter. Hey, you know what? I would like to make a personal service announcement. <laughs> a public, not a public one, a personal one. I do not condone his action yep. or anyone similar to that. Good move, good move. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, for me, it really, it really comes across. That scene, because that whole episode, I was just like, okay, let's just see what this episode's about. I, really, I didn't really care for the episode, but that one moment where she legit, legit says that to him, I was just like, Yo, you just made that stuff so creepy for me because now I'm picturing. That's fine. If you see brother and sister, I... yeah, because that's how she oh. described them. Like, anyways. I know, but I never. Saw but they didn't have female viewership. They're like, mm, we need a love story. <laughs> Seriously, that... I'd start watching for that. Well, no, that's gross. It's a it's a kinsess so relationship. Season so. of Arrow, if that's what you wanted. Yeah, oh, Arrow. Yeah, yeah, true. All Elicity. Ugh. Oh God. Three, two seasons of that junk. Anyway. They're like, we tried online dating. It's just not working. <laughs> Let me just... You've been here my whole life. Yeah, you exactly. know me. That's what it You're my like. best friend. I we raised, found a loophole. I grew up with you like my brother, <laughs> so I love you. <laughs> they were how old? Nine? Sure, I don't know. You're telling me they... In order for Barry to feel so comfortable to go to that family, to live with them, yeah. you think they didn't know each other before? No, these, no, I these agree. didn't play with each other before? I agree. So she had a valid point. Yeah, they were yeah. friends who were then raised like siblings no, for like no, 20 years. No, no, no. Or, no. They weren't you raised like siblings just because they lived in the same house. Thank you. <laughs> so what, he's the bastard child the under the stern? Yeah, he's a kid that was taken in, but he can still have a crush on Shorty. And she can still have he's a crush like on him. a dog, like the man's best friend. <laughs> They're like, no. <laughs> yeah. You're like... <laughs> But what, you want to you know what? That's the he gets along with my oh, parents. Oh, let, let Toby finish. Let Toby finish. Yeah, because your parents race. Hey, yeah. sorry, Toby, go ahead. Uh, Dude, that's the biggest act of, like, <laughs> gentlemen. Thank you. This kid came into someone's house whose daughter he liked. But all these years, he was respectful. Yeah. He didn't do nothing. Didn't anything, even though he wanted to. Felt it for years. And then she felt it too, but she didn't know if he liked her the same because he never did anything about it. Nah, she's just girls, girls are like that. Girls wait. <laughs> what? Girls got options. That's what it is. She know Barry ain't going nowhere. Look at Barry. Barry ain't going nowhere. Stop it. Yo, Barry had himself a cute police officer. She's stuck with Yo, that girl. Yo, did they, did they tell the parents? Cute. Yeah, oh, the dad knows, and the dad is all happy about it. What? And the dad... The, the dad's s- like, you're like the son I never had, he and now I have. He has said that to him numerous times, too. That's another thing that makes the show oh weird for me. God. The fact that, that Joe regularly Barry, says... Who wrote this? Barry was respectful this whole time, because, you know, he felt there's a lot of pressure when it comes to that. Yep. You know, one head says another, the other one... <laughs> oh, wow. He's like, I could really just step, like, ten feet over and just sneak up in that bed real quick. <laughs> No one would know nothing. He was. He didn't do I that. I Wait, who made the first move? The girl or the guy? Barry. Sorry, Toby. Sorry. Repeat what you said. Sorry. 
I, I could see how you guys found it weird, but I just never saw them as brother or sister, just oh. as people who lived in the same house. You cannot have feelings Toby, for each other. I swear to you, until she said that weird scene, I didn't see them as brother or sister. It's when she described the scene of him moving into the house, and yeah. she talked about the whole closeness and all that stuff, and then she came down the stairs, and I was just like, that seems like a, something familiar, like a family member sees you crying, would come and comfort you, and instead says, that's the moment I fell in love with you. I was like, that is some Bruh. creepy, weird stuff Hold, right there. Go okay, ahead. Toby, I'm going to close this out and let us win this side. Please do. Brian, Yo. put yourself in Barry's place. <laughs> and and Iris, that is your girl, right? She's also my and, sister. Hold it, but she says that sweet, sweet nothing to you, and you know that sister. Really, that's gonna make a sister. difference. That's gonna make you pause Yo, and be like, hmm, one hundred percent sister. If I'm growing up in the house under the same roof, you and I eat cereal together. I we ha- do homework you. together oh, and all that stuff. I we get raised together. together. I would put you in Barry's shoes, and oh, you would. Man, he would not even nope. move. You know, he was not saying nope. nothing, right? <laughs> no, nah, man, I'm not like that, honestly. I'm not like that. I'm telling you. To me, if I grew up with someone as in the a same sibling, house, that's weird. As a sibling, with a ba- and, and you're looking at her parents like your parents. Thank you. It gets weird. That seems weird to me. If if you know if Joe was never like a father figure to him, I could be like okay maybe. But the fact that Barry and Joe legit have a father son relationship, and they grew up in the same house, makes me feel like Joe puts as much energy into raising Barry as he did iris mm. so it's hey, not like I, he separated them it's not like barry was in a doghouse let him say it go dude so this is what i think and if you go back and <laughs> you realize this barry i don't even think once ever said you're like a father to me. i don't think he actually joe, did. joe wanted this father-son yeah. relationship way more than barry that, barry that, says it guys you might have to go back when Barry's when dad was still alive barry yes had and, a dad he had a dad True. who was in prison for like t- killing his mom I for 20 years. He still did visit him, but in the episode where the dad it, gets out and Joe sees that Barry is going to be with the dad again, Barry explains to him how he feels like you've always been there for me like a father. Did he say like a father though? So, guys, if you want, you, you, you could split the atom if you want, but if the guy says you've always been there for me and helped raise me for 20 years, he doesn't have to actually say the word dad for it to feel like a father. Yeah, you can but say papa. I mean, I can't have feelings for your daughter who is not related to me. Uh, um, for me, <laughs> no, but dude. <laughs> the whole thing with Joe is once again, whether or not Barry sees Joe as a dad, Joe raised Barry like a son Yo, next to but his daughter. This, this is another thing. What if they break <coughs> up? Then what happens? Is he still going to see her parents as his his daddy and mommy? Yeah, like is he still going to go over for Thanksgiving dinner if this whole relationship doesn't He's work gonna out? He's going to have a new girlfriend. like. Dude. But this is one of those situations where they were super close at first. A lot of people in those situations still remain friends. They remain close. Yeah, I hope so. Mm. I mean, she did run around having her own relationships while he was pining in the corner. So that didn't stop him then. She really did. Exactly. She really did. And and Joe knew how he felt about it. And he didn't feel no kind of way. Because, I mean, when when you're a loyal brother, you just sit there waiting for (laughs) sis to come home. Hey, guess what? We got to go to a message. (laughs) Wow. Good. (laughs) Don't don't go anywhere. Geektastic Cypher CJLO. We'll be right back. He kicked our butts, man. Damn. Are you tired of being talked down to by your media? Treated like an imbecile or worse, an American consumer? Are you looking to add some intrigue and excitement to your Monday mornings? Then tune in to New Media and Politics 2.0 from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. with your host, Carl Knox. I have two hours to debunk corporate lies and set the world right. Also, jazz. When Artex Action invites you to Cuisine Taville, May 12, 13, and 14 on the Place des Arts Esplanade, an opportunity to meet the refugees who make up Montreal's social fabric. Kitchen parties, seminars, film exhibitions, music, dance, and theatrical performances. Even a bowl of soup from Soup Soup is free in exchange for a conversation. May 12, 13, and 14, Cuisine Taville on the Place des Arts Esplanade. Visit atsa.qc.ca. 
What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Geek Taxi Cypher, CJLO 6090 AM. Almost done the show already, guys. Yeah. It's crazy. It goes I'm having so, so much fun. It goes so fast. Let's do a three hour podcast next time. <laughs> next, <laughs> next time we'll do a, all night. We'll just come in and take yeah. over the studio, though. Yeah. A nuit blanche. <laughs> oh, actually, that does sound cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, we got a, a slew of stuff for geek news, so I, I definitely want to make sure we get to all of it. Roll it down. Um, where do you guys want to start? I mean, I feel like we should start with the Deadpool stuff. Go ahead. Mm. That's, uh, so if you guys are huge fans of Deadpool uh, yeah. and Childish Gambino, this one's for you. No. Uh, Donald Glover orders... Uh, Donald Glover's Deadpool animated series gets ordered by FXX. What? Uh, it got announced pretty much today, right? I think mm-hmm. today's the 10th. Yep. It got announced today that he's going to be working on the show for FXX. It's going to be following... That guy's doing everything. I know. Mm-hmm. It's possibly going to be a companion piece to After Archer, they're saying. Nice. Because uh, Archer just made the move over to that to the sister network. Yeah. And uh, and supposedly the network is also working on being more animated. Oh, really? A- animation friendly. Uh, the Simpsons library is over there now. Archer is next the Simpsons season. library is over there now? Yeah, the entire Simpsons library is now on FXX. So they don't, who owns it? No, well, but Fox owns it. Because FXX is a subsidiary of Fox. Which yeah. is also FX is also. Yeah. Th- that's too I much. don't really know what the FXX. I think it's like FX Extra or something. Okay. They're just putting X's. Sure. They're going to have a... FX, FX Extreme. Yeah, FX. yeah, something like that. And then we're going to have an FXXX, which is just going to be their porn channel. I mean, at this rate. True. So <laughs> Simpsons <laughs> over there. They have Archer. They have Dev, Deadpool. Yeah. Um, Legion. The first show they moved over was uh, It's Always Sunny. Yeah, yeah, True. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Legion is all on FX, so people are really excited because it's more of the, the Fox family Marvel stuff yeah. that's growing. So that's pretty good. I mean, that's cool. That's huge. For, for Donald Glover, I, I, I mean, I it sucks that Atlanta is going to only be coming out in 2018. That's madness. At the beginning of 2018, that's madness. But in it, the meantime, I better get myself a 15 episode season. I don't want don't. How don't much you, was it? 10? 10. Don't yeah. you come back with no 10 episodes? You found it was too short. Come on. I mean, okay, it wasn't too short. But if I'm not getting it, you're like true. Okay, I see what you're saying. Give me 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're not going to be if you're going to be gone for a year, yeah. at least give me 15 so I can catch pulling like some Boondocks moves with that. Show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, other things that are going on with series uh judge dread oh really judge dread is has been ordered to series or not series order but it's moving to tv the the rumor has it the rumor mill over entertainment weekly oh actually they're announcing it as exclusive that um the judge dread mega city one is going to be coming in as a tv show okay Uh, carl Carl urban not coming back though okay some people upset about that already they've been they were I wish for this him, meant for something him to, to go me. to TV. Well, Sorry, what? For him to go to TV? Well, no, he was already on TV. Actually, he had that series where he was uh, essentially iRobot. Oh yeah, yeah, the one where he had, like had the cybernetic leg. Yeah. And, uh, so he's already done TV, and like, and it wasn't a bad show. It was a really good show. It just didn't do well in the ratings. Hmm. Um, Is that the one with uh, that light skinned black dude? Yeah. Oh, that was actually kind of- oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually it was a fun show. I mean, I'm gonna look it up right now. But uh, it didn't last long, huh? No, it only had one season. And was it on Fox? It was on Fox. That's why. Well, you know, and, and Fox says this all the time. Oh, actually, people say this about Fox all the time. Uh, the show was called Almost Human, 2013 yes. to yeah. 2014, and he played uh, Jonathan John Kenex or Kenex, sorry, and then Michael Ely played mm. Dor- Dorian. And yeah, only 13 episodes, but the series was expensive because once again, Fox likes to set all their shows in the future. <laughs> the Terminator Sarah Connor, Sarah, Sarah Connor Chronicles got canceled because it was too expensive to produce. Uh, this got canceled. Yeah. And a lot of the shows on Fox get canceled, not because they're bad shows, but because they're too expensive to produce. And Fox is just like, we're not making enough money off of this. Mm. Well, then stop doing more new shows and just focus on one. Thank you. And like, bang it out. Yeah. Well, yeah. They, well, they really should. Bang it out like you're Barry Bangs' sister. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my now I have, God. To, I'm, I'm have to put Anyways. hands on you for that. He doesn't, they don't look at their show like a sibling. That's the problem. Uh <laughs> Uh, TV shows that uh, another TV show that got uh, full order Black Lightning series nice full order on CW already good 13 episodes yes Uh, Fox no No, CW CW. CW. oh okay which means Uh, it'll be in between it'll be the same seven episodes in they'll cancel (laughs) no no they're worse than Fox no CW's been good with the superhero stuff they kind of keep their DC stuff yeah Yeah. Arrow Flash um, they did have that Superman show Superman wasn't that Smallville Smallville yeah yeah, but that show lasted 10, ten seasons. Years. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah. And it was WB back then. Yeah, yeah. true. 
I, I mean, I'm looking forward to Black Lightning. Uh, I, I'm just worried I'm about where he fits I'm looking forward to in. the Dawson's Creek reboot. Can CW never. go back to that? They'll never do that. They'll never do that again. Tree Hill. Melrose Place, <laughs> Tree Hill, all that's dead. Dead, Aww. dead, dead, dead. dead. Like, most you'll get is Riverdale, and that's still a spinoff of a comic. Yeah. And it's making fun of itself so much that it just yes. makes it watchable. Yes. In Teen the dramas pilot, are dead. Yeah, in the pilot, they outright oh, address. Oh, they'll, they'll be back. Nope. Oh, there'll be another batch of teens. I they'll agree. Be dying they're dead it. now, but they'll be back. Yeah, just like Backstreet Boys. Like, just like boy bands. Like. Nope. Because yeah. oh. 90210, the first 90210, Beverly Hills 90210, so good. came out, and we were all like, this is amazing. Then like they died down for a bit, but then they brought they back 90210, but yeah. then they yeah, brought they, back all those Degrassi. other Degrassi. Yeah. I actually expected that to last longer. Which one? The 90210? second 90210? Yeah. yeah, but then it just... No, because yeah, they, they didn't... You know what? The first 90210... They were a bit more mature. Like, it was... If, well, I they felt were 40-year-olds. Like, yeah, they were greasers, and it was 93. I didn't make no, any sense. No, but, like, it felt more real versus this one. It was, like, they're too pretty. They're and all they have too, much too money. airbrushed. Yeah, they have yeah, too, they're much, too much money. money. They're, they're all so skinny. Yeah. yeah, like... They were too rich, man. They like, no they sense. weren't... Like, you got... You had, like, a... There's a... There's, like, if you think about shows back in the 90s, like, how they portrayed rich people, they made them in a way where nobody wanted to be rich. And now they portray rich people where you just feel bad about yourself for not of achieving what they have, you yeah, know? Yeah. Like, if you watch Billy Madison, remember the rich people? Like, they were such douchebags. Oh, yeah, true. Like, in the 90s, all those movies, like, rich people sucked. You're like, no one wants this lifestyle. Now... Yeah, now they're all, like, hanging out by the pool and they should yeah, be Yeah, now it's like, you feel like a peasant. You're like, what am I doing in my life? Because you eat, a, like, a oh, bag funny. of Doritos and just... Ponder about all the regret and the bad choices you oh. made. <laughs> uh, speaking, I don't know if I ever thought rich people sucked, but I understand the sentiment. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why. Uh, speaking of th- bad ideas, mm. Timeless got canceled, and that's a bad idea. Mm. That was the one on what Fox or ABC? That one was on NBC. Oh. Yeah, NBC. Yeah, uh, clearly with the skeptical black dude who didn't want to go back in time. Ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damn, I want to get into that. Show. Yeah, because he's just like, man, you guys don't understand. Black people in history do not mix well. Yeah, Y'all like, need to stop. T- <laughs> stop <laughs> it was great. Here. It was actually really good. So timeless guy. And the worst part is, again, just like Sarah Connor Chronicles, canceled on a cliffhanger. Oh, the oh. worst way to cancel series when they cancel them on cliffhangers. They ended timeless where you try you find out that. A character is part of the secret organization. But do you think they And do you're it? like, what? And then that's how it ends, and we'll never know. But do you think they're doing it on purpose so that like there'll be enough demand well, to be like, bring it no, back? No, 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 it's gone. Well, I mean, it got canceled by NBC. People are fi- have their fingers crossed because they're saying Nashville got canceled by ABC and got moved to CMT. Oh, yeah, they do that. So they're hoping that someone will pick up Timeless to continue it. I don't think that's going to happen. Fox? No, no, because then they'll five. cancel it. Yeah, maybe Netflix. No, that ain't gonna happen. Netflix it's, is it's doing too much enough. of their own stuff right now. Yeah, it's which I want to get into later, like not later, but next another episode. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I need. They're bringing all the Marvel characters together, right? In another show. Defenders. Yeah, look. No, I love how you're but they're trying. also putting like, out a lot of originals that are kind of trashy, like kind of really bad. Oh, really? Some of their original Netflix original stuff, if you, it's really bad. Oh, yeah, because you watch a lot of that. stuff. Like you watch a lot of the movies. I've yes, and it's just. Oh yeah. So what were you saying, man? No, I'll say I was agreeing with them. A lot of them are pretty bad. They, have, you don't see those ones advertised. Interesting. Just, They'll just pop up burn. like new on Netflix. Next review will be yeah. oh, and then you you're like, what is this? <laughs> How? Like, you're really like, oh, I'm getting a show on Netflix one day. Oh, for real? Yes. That bad? Anybody can put a show on. Netflix no pro, now. like no production value. Get a cam- Not even production values. Just that iPhone. <laughs> just <laughs> trash. Oh, like, you're wondering why? <laughs> well, they did pay. Because it's cheaper for them than buying it from someone else. They also have this abundance of black movies now that yes, are yeah. also super bad. Yeah, Guys, my- this is your time. Do it. <laughs> Let's just make a show. Toby, you said you said you could write, and uh, I'd come up with some ideas, and we'd write it. Frontier. Hey, man. Oh, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm down. <laughs> okay, we're going to put your show on Netflix, guys. Uh, what else do we got? Um, also, super interesting, blackish creator Kenya Barris pens deal with ABC Studios. Another, uh, he has a four-piece deal, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that's what does pre- that mean? So, the same way that Donald Glover has a, a deal oh, with yeah. Fox. I want to be Donald Glover. Well, he has a deal with Fox, and that, so they, I think it's like a first-look deal. So, whenever you have those deals where you any idea that you come up with, you pretty much can go through to them and be like, hey, you guys like what I'm doing so far. This is something else I'm interested yeah. in doing. And then they, they might pick it up. Greenlight, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, he has, a, yeah, he has a four-year overall deal with ABC Studios. So, for the next four years. Um, he said yeah, pretty much. I mean, they have him on retainer. Essentially, we need to pretty much sh- just keep coming up with random things and pitching it. Yeah, and and you know they they'll be good, so he can do it. Uh, Ooh, this one's pretty interesting. Edge of Tomorrow sequel. Oh, oh yeah, how? I saw that one. 
Uh, you How? don't? Did you not like Edge of Tomorrow? Is that the one with Tom Cruise? Yeah, Groundhog Day. Where they changed the name of the movie on yeah. the VHS so they could <laughs> yeah, sell it more. Yeah, yeah. What was it like? Live, die, repeat. Yeah, they live, die, repeat. It was funny too because they're just like, well, we're just gonna change the title. Like straight up, just change the title. Yeah, yeah. So when they released it on DVD, it was yeah, completely different name, and it was confusing. Yeah, because a lot of people didn't know what movie it was because they're just like, what's this movie with? Tom Cruise called Live, Die, Repeat. Oh, it's Edge of Tomorrow. Which was a good movie. It's going to be called Live, Die, Repeat, Repeat. Yeah, this one's going to be called Live, Die, Repeat, Repeat. (laughs) (laughs) The thing I don't understand is the way the movie ends. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, I didn't understand how you're going to sequel. The aliens are going to come back? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Those are cool aliens, though. Uh, Something I found super cool, Lion Forge introduces their first hero with Down Syndromes. Uh, They are creating a world called Catalyst Prime where a meteor hits the planet and people get powers. And and then the people behind it were just like, uh, obviously... Different people would get powers, not just white males in <laughs> between the age of like twenty and forty, because that doesn't make sense. It's an anomaly if that's happening. True, they didn't say that so much as they're just like, if a meteor hit, it wouldn't just happen that America gets all the heroes and they're but all like white. America is not just white either. <laughs> no, I know, but that's the thing, right? It's a, if you look at Marvel and DC, it's actually an anomaly how many Caucasian people yeah end up with powers. So you really like, like so all y'all got yeah. powers, just like just. <laughs> Like it that. doesn't make sense. Really? Um, Hellboy uh, rated R reboot in the works. Yeah, yeah. buddy. Uh, I, at first, I thought they just meant they wanted them to be able to swear. And I was like, he doesn't really swear. And then someone's like, no, the violence. I was like, oh, yeah, that would make it rated was, R. Like, was Hellboy I, I the comics that, that violent? Yeah, Toby, you said that's true. Sorry? Were the comics that violent? I don't know. I, 